Hi everyone, thanks for downloading and listening in to uh, Incorp Group's uh, Pro Business Podcast Series. I'm Eric here, the Chief Business Development Officer of the group and your usual host. And my usual co-host, uh, Elton, is here with us as well. Uh, in today's episode, we have our colleagues uh, from our Malaysia office, uh, Pei Hao and Adam here. Uh, maybe, uh, Elton, I'll let you do a self-introduction. Sure, thanks Eric. Hi everyone, welcome back to our next episode. So, as Eric has introduced, my name is Elton. I'm the Deputy Chief Operating Officer of Incom. And today, we are very happy to invite our Malaysian colleagues, both Adam and Pei Hao, on this podcast to share more about Malaysia. So now, I'll leave Adam and Pei Hao to just give a brief self-introduction about themselves. Hi guys, uh, this is Adam. So I'm the uh, co-country head for Malaysia uh, of the Incom office. Um, I'm I'm looking after mostly on the uh, corporate secretary and company restrictions matter. So uh, I will cover more most of the area later. Hi, I'm Pei Hao. I'm the other co-country head of Malaysia. And um, I'm usually covering the accounting side and also the business advisory side for the Malaysian office. Thank you both. So for, for all our listeners uh, today, uh, we will focus on Malaysia, obviously. Um, for companies who are looking uh, to expand into the country, we will use a Q&A style format to discuss on some of the important points um, that will include general business outlook of the country and including certain country stats. We will talk about key industries that are trending in the country or industries that will do well in the country. Uh, we'll talk about, since Malaysia is a big country, we'll also understand from our colleagues in terms of what are some of the key states or cities um, that will be suitable for uh, foreign companies or, or in terms of the industry type. Um, we will have an understanding of uh, favorable government policies for foreign companies who are going into the country, who are some of the incentives, some of the tax exemptions uh, schemes that are available. Uh, and lastly, we will also close off um, with a brief company setup process and some of the options uh, available. Um, Inco Group, uh, again, as a recap, we are a Singapore headquarter group that specialises in providing corporate services um, as well as uh, various forms of business advisory uh, within seven countries uh, uh, in uh, South Asia. So for more details of what we do and where we operate, please visit www.incorp.asia for more information. Okay, so maybe Alton, uh, do you want to ask the first question then? Sure, thanks Eric. Hi, Adam and Pei So I think everybody is always very curious about how Malaysia is and especially at what Eric alluded to at the earlier start of our session uh, about the COVID situation. So can you maybe share with us a bit more about the general business outlook on Malaysia uh, and also include for our listeners the population, the age and the demographics of uh, Malaysia in particular? Okay, uh, thanks, thanks, Alton. Yeah, so basically, Malaysia uh, has a population of about 22 million uh, people, and we are a multicultural uh, um, society, so it's pretty harmonious back in Malaysia. Um, in terms of general business outlook, uh, we are always economic focused, um, so there is a lot of economic activities happening, and we are a relatively young population. So um, in terms of uh, workforce, um, we have a growing um, um, graduates coming to the market and uh, the good thing about setting up a company in Malaysia is a huge majority of these graduates are fluent and proficient in uh, English and both Malay language, um, which is good uh, for a lot of global companies looking to set up in Malaysia. Thank you. 
Um, so in terms of um, um, the COVID situation, right, I think this is a question we can't avoid. Um, so in Malaysia now, how is the government controlling the COVID and what's your outlook on, on this portion? Um, I, I would say the situation is um, under control, even though we are, we are on the MCO 2.0, uh, but based on the latest news is that we'll most likely uh, lifted that uh, early February and move on to a softer kind of uh, movement control because uh, actually we was, our vaccination will start in NFAP and our Ministry of Health uh, Director General uh, came out with a statement saying that hopefully by end of 2021 or early 2022 uh, we can cover 70% of the populations. So in terms of that actually uh, we will say we are quite optimistic. Okay, so I would say is in terms of vaccination uh, process. Uh, so to both of you, right, um, for Malaysia itself, um, what are some of the key industries um, that is trending or popular in the country or, or businesses that will likely do well um, in the country? Okay, so uh, I mean, uh, historically, Malaysia has always been very good in doing manufacturing. And uh, recently, the semiconductor industry has picked up significantly. Right, so Malaysia is one of the top uh, countries for semiconductor companies to open and then uh, to supply uh, regionally across Asia. Another industry that I think is very uh, good to set up or is trending in Malaysia is the halal industry. So there is a lot of halal hub or uh, companies that are looking to tap into the halal um, certification or halal manufacturing. They are opening up in Malaysia as well. And then the third thing is uh, Islamic finance. So Malaysia is one of the top countries that issues uh, suku, so uh, which is uh, Islamic bond. So that is one of the uh, on the financial side. That is one of the the good industries uh, that are picking up. And uh, lastly, one of the um, growing trends in Malaysia is the BPO, uh, business process outsourcing. So a lot of multinational companies are actually outsourcing uh, their um, office operations um, and setting up their hub operational hub in Malaysia. Okay, uh, thanks, Minghao and Adam. Maybe you want to share with us, you know, Malaysia is a very big country. So what are some of the key states or cities that are very suitable for companies to consider, especially for foreign companies who are seeking to invest in Malaysia? So typically, people, when they first think of Malaysia, they will think of KL. Yeah. So any other cities that uh, are very conducive for foreign investors? Uh, sure. So pretty much, I would say we have... I would take it like tier and another tier one uh, cities would be Penang and Johor uh, because both of these uh, states are traditionally really strong in uh, manufacturing and with port of its own, right? This is tier one. And uh, there are also tier two cities, for example, Kedah and um, Pahang. Uh, these are mostly where you can see a lot of uh, Hala hubs uh, being set up because the state governments are trying to promote this uh, industry as well. Okay, but uh, I mean, Malaysia is split into two parts, right? You have West Malaysia and you have East Malaysia. Are there investment opportunities in East Malaysia? Um, I will be honest, East Malaysia is pretty much more on the oil and gas, uh, oil and gas plantation as well as uh, fishery. So it's, uh, yeah, um, because East Malaysia are richer in uh, natural resources. So this will be the industry that they are focusing on. And with a vast land area, palm oil is another focus area over there. 
I see. And, and because, um, I mean, as a follow-up question, because Malaysia is so big, there's many cities and states, for foreign companies to decide um, which state to go in, um, um, if they decide to set up a company in KL, but they want to do manufacturing outside of KL, say in Penang, uh, which is the north of West Malaysia, is this possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible, which is quite common for MNC as well. Okay, understand. So, um, what are some of the favorable uh, national government policies for companies who, uh, in terms of incentives or tax exemptions? Maybe you can also explain to the listeners here today as well, if, you know, state to state, whether there are uh, unique uh, state to state policies or uh, tax incentives exemptions for foreign companies. Okay, in terms of tax incentive, it's a federal matter, so you cover all states, which which is good in a way. So, um, basically, currently the government is trying to attract a lot more uh, strategic FDI on a selected uh, industry, for example, high tech, uh, biotech, etc. So, if these companies they are actually eligible be, uh, for income tax exemptions between seventy percent to hundred percent for five years. And uh, there's a potential of uh, getting extension as well. Um, in terms of uh, respective state, uh, it, it varies from sector to sectors because different states have, will have different kind of uh, strategy sectors that they want to focus on. I see. But uh, are there tax exemption schemes um, available, say, for startups or the, for the uh, younger tech companies going into the country? Yes, yes. Um, that's why I think the, the, just now the income tax exemption I, I mentioned about 70% to 100% uh, include like autos like tech startups. So they, they, they fall under the category of you know, selected sectors. I see. Okay, thanks. I think, I think that's quite interesting to note that there are quite a generous suite of tax incentives and exemptions in Malaysia. So if let's say, you know, someone from a foreign uh, country and looking to set up business in Malaysia, what do you, what would you suggest for them to enter Malaysia into? Because there are many different forms of business organizations or entities that are set up. And what's the typical process and whether there's any restrictions on foreign ownership or directorship? Okay. So um, usually for uh, our foreign clients, we advise them to go with uh, Sandram Bohat or in English equivalent would be you know private limited company. So uh, because with this and with this structure, right, uh, the company can be hundred uh, percent foreign owned, right? Uh, just that it needs to have a uh, uh, local resident directors. So yeah, so so long if let's say they have a Malaysian partner, the partner can be a director here. Or if they require like a local nominee director, we can uh, assist them on this. Um, Okay, so, so that's it for the local resident director, but um, uh, is there a minimum payout capital requirement? Uh, no, um, our minimum payout is one ringgit. Oh, uh, okay, so it's uh, similar to Singapore in a way. Yes, correct, very similar. Yes, and I think uh, it's worth it's worth I think as well. Um, there's very minimal foreign restrictions of ownership in Malaysia, so most of the industries, uh, foreign nationals or foreign companies are able to own hundred percent of the company in Malaysia. Mm, and how long is the typical setup process? Uh, okay, the incorporation can happen within a day. Um, that is the quickest. Uh, but of course, I mean, uh, with the COVID situation, we're estimating between two to three days. 
Mm, which is still still very fast. fast. Yes. Okay, thanks to Adam and Peihao for today's informative session. All right, and uh, we have concluded today's podcast session. And if you do have any other questions, feel free to write to me, Eric, Adam and Peihao. All right, for all for anything regarding Malaysia. And for further information, feel free to visit our website again at www.inpop.asia. So till then, we will see you at the next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.